When you have two chains that have uh, fairly different capabilities, um, but have the same outputs, you open up the potential for future creativity. That was Gary Golden last show talking about Ergo and Cardano. We've got lots more coming at you as we finish that conversation. And an incredible story out of a mission-driven stake pool and one dedicated delegate that couldn't demonstrate a stronger use case for all that Cardano is and does today. Not some future thing, this is today. A story you do not want to miss. Cardano literally helping to improve the lives of Kurdish refugees. That's all coming up on today's episode of your Cardano update. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in on this Tuesday, 9th of February, 2021 episode of your Cardano update. I'm James Kieber, one of three stake pool operators at United Stakes of Cardano, a competitive fee stake pool with a fairly large pledge. I think it's fair to say we've got a lot of skin in the game. So if you're looking for a solid stake pool, United States would love to have you. Just search for USA01 in Daedalus or Euroy. And one last bit of housekeeping. If you would, please like this video and subscribe to the channel. Such a small favor that helps us out so much. It really is incredible when you consider how vast and diverse the Cardano community is. We've got delegates, stake pool operators, content creators, even hotel owners all stepping up and doing what they can within the Cardano community. And while a lot of focus is on what's the future of Cardano, one stake pool, Cardopia, ticker K-U-R-D, is raising money now and spending it on Kurdish refugees. Joining us from Paris, France, Aria, really excited to talk to you and have you on the show. Thank you, James, really happy to be with you today. So I came across you on Twitter and had to get you on. If you would start by telling us a little bit about yourself and how you came to know about Cardano. Yeah, so um, I'm Ari Jimo. I'm a humanitarian Kurdish activist, uh, independent one, and I'm doing humanitarian action in different Kurdish refugee camps across the world. And I'm today a delegator of the Kurdopia Cardano stake pool. Yeah, so a little background here. Normally we're talking to the stake pool operator, but in this case, uh, we're actually talking to you, a delegate of uh, Kurdopia stake pool, ticker K-U-R-D. Now you're working with that stake pool, helping the Kurdish people. Um, the SPO wishes to remain anonymous and will certainly accommodate that. But you, Arya, you're acting as the hands and feet for this mission-driven stake pool. Talk to us, if you would, about the refugee situation of the Kurdish people and how proceeds from this stake pool are making a difference. Yeah. So a little bit of background about the Kurds, you know, it's where about 40 million without a state and a state is characterized by central power, you know, central place of power, such as monetary uh, politics, government, military and stuff like that. The problem is it has been years that the Kurds are trying to settle this place of power in order to have uh, their rights, their autonomous and stuff like that. But every time the Kurds managed to have a little bit of that power, uh, they got attacked by hostile country, you know, and that's the problem with the with the Kurds. You know, so far it has been more than a century, and we cannot uh, build something together like a strong relationship and to push forward our community. And through Cardano, Kudopia, uh, the sort of stakeful owner, actually, we talked a lot, and he managed to convince me after a while, to be honest. Um, I think through Cardano we can really build uh, something for the Kurdish community. 
uh, that within the next years we really have a real impact and we already see the impact on the next humanitarian action I'm planning to do in this March. Awesome. Now, you have a lot of skin in this game and just an incredibly compelling story about your family home. Could you share that with us, please? Yeah, sure. So to give more an example, something more concrete about how Cardano could help. So a few years ago, 250,000 Kurdish from Syria got removed their ID, you know, so they lost their job, they lost their land, they lost their houses. And more recently, with the invasion of Rojava, so northern Syria, where my family actually lives, so in the city, on the villages of Afrin. So we were invited by the Turkish army and the ISIS and the Al-Qaeda jihadist groups. My home got invaded. My lands got invaded. And I mean, so many things like this happen. And we have the only proof that we have that these lands belong to us, that this house belongs to my family, is through the Syrian government, and they won't cooperate, they won't work with the Kurds, you know. The only things that we're asking is our rights, you know, through this paper that will show that this belongs to us. And there are so many things like this regarding the passport, uh, regarding the nationality, um, regarding the, the, mon the money also. So that's even on, on the ground, you know, the money is a really difficult uh, problem. Now, the... For example, the currency has changed. Now it's Turkish lira that is used. And money is not available anymore. It's not used anymore. And the dollar is coming. It's such a mess. And a true cryptocurrencies and Cardano project, I think we can, within the future, um, solve some of this problem that we have today. Yeah, I mean, you make the point. There's no monetary system. Yeah, the Kurds don't have banks. Uh, Long-held family properties aren't even safe. How do you think crypto, and specifically Cardano, can empower the Kurdish people? Well, you know, as it is decentralized, it's really hard for some um, bad, bad-intentioned people to target it. That is not the case today. So if, for example a Kurdish community in northern Syria make a little bank, you know, or a little political office or a little whatever they would organize themselves, they would get targeted. Unfortunately, by military forces, so by drones and stuff like that already happened. And by Cardano, it's decentralized. So they couldn't target us as easy just for our cultural and ethical difference, you know? Wow. Arya, what can people do who want to support what you're doing? Well, they can donate to the humanitarian action. So I will go on March 2021 in Kurdistan, in the refugee camp. So that's in now um, nearly a month. And I will be there and I will try to use cryptocurrencies to show to the world that Cardano and ADA is having a real impact. So I will show directly on social media that I'm putting this card on an ATM there in Kurdistan and I'm buying food supply or whatever we'll see regarding the needs of the population there things for them so we already have an impact with cryptocurrencies and with it the future will have a better impact for them so that's the first to make a, a donation even in fiat currencies and also to delegate to the Kyodopia stake pool because the goal is really to push forward the community uh within the next year hopefully we'll manage to build a lot of things around and finance project and that will be helpful you know yeah, Cardopia Stake Pool, ticker KURD. All the information is right there on your graphic. I'm going to put a bunch of links in the description of the video. If you want to delegate to the Stake Pool or find out more, you've got a pretty active Twitter account and a pretty active Instagram account. I'll link to all that stuff 
Absolutely incredible story here, Arya. You've made this issue of property rights so very real, and I really hope uh, that you see a favorable resolution with that. Now, in the meantime, the work you're doing and leaning on a Cardano stake pool to do it, it's beyond words, Arya. Please keep in touch. Get videos and pictures when you're uh, on these trips and share them so that uh, we can get them out uh, to the audience. Uh, we'd really love to share that as well. All right, thanks again for coming on. Thank you, James. In our last show, Gary Golden, a New York City Cardano meetups organizer and professional futurist, talked to us about Ergo, considered by some to be a proof-of-work counterpart of Cardano. Next, Gary gives us more on this input-output research blockchain. Gary Golden, futurist and New York City Cardano meetup organizer, speaking to us today about Ergo. In the last show, Gary, we discussed what Ergo is and how it works and yeah, it does seem like a sleeping giant here, so to speak. Proof of work and proof of stake joining forces, working together and doing powerful stuff. So what else is Ergo working on that might be relevant to Cardano? Are there perhaps wider implications for all this? Sure. So it's important that everyone realize that uh, Ergo is its own blockchain initiative and, and it, it's going full power forward. Um, and I think that benefits potential integration with Cardano. Um, Ergo has a couple of, of uh, uh, functionalities that they're going to be rolling out. One is around um, NFTs, these, these non-fungible tokens, which is uh, basically unique identifiers rather than just, you know, a Bitcoin is a Bitcoin. An NFT is a unique uh, 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 coin that could be used as a uh, signature of holding up uh, a copyright on a digital art or a lease or a license, etc., then we have Oracle pools, um, and then the, the stable coin that was recently announced uh, a few weeks ago. Yeah, and I'd like to ask you about all of them. In fact, my next question, talk to me about Oracles. How is Ergo uh, an Oracle solution? You know, I've been hearing a lot of talk and chatter about that. Can you explain how that's going to work? Yeah. So oracles bring uh, real world outside data onto the blockchain. So if we need, you know, the price of a commodity or something that's in the physical world, we need to bring that into the blockchain and we use uh, oracles. So um, right now we're at the very beginning of uh, uh, oracle solutions. And, you know, there are a number of ways that you can do that. You can have kind of a pay for play uh, data feed model. Uh, on Ethereum, you have Chainlink, which is, you know, it's a coin associated with this Oracle solution. Um, Ergo has taken a very different approach um, that uh, organizes itself around uh, Oracle pools. So they're, they're looking to, to kind of pull the, the Oracles together and really treat Oracles more like a DAO, a, a distributed decentralized autonomous organization. So what's unique about Oracles in Ergo is that there is there is on-chain governance. There is a way for the uh, uh, participants in these Oracle pools to determine, um, you know, epochs and blocks and key parameters that, that uh, help them develop the best solution. And then while we need ergs to, you know, participate in that Oracle pool, there is no separate coin. We don't need to create you know, a chain link coin to have the service. The output of the Oracle is in the UTXO model. So um, while there's a lot of hype around Oracles today, we're still some time away from real world use cases. And I'm confident that by the time Ergo gets this Oracle pulls um, capability up and, and rolling out, uh, it, it'll be 
uh, right, rightly timed for the marketplace. Excellent. Can you talk to me about the NFT auction house that I was, I thought yeah. I saw something. Yeah. So uh, NFTs, you know, there's a lot of, lot of buzz around NFTs. This, this, I, I don't think it's the year that NFTs go mainstream, but within the crypto world, I think that uh, these non-fungible tokens, particularly around artwork, um, become part of the, the 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 crypto community. So you know we've got Cardano Kids and 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 other NFT projects. Um, Ergo has created an auction house to basically become a place where people are able to post and bid and make sure they understand uh, how NFTs are going to work. So they've got a platform um, and, and uh, I, I don't expect it to, um, you know, be a, be a blowout auction house anytime soon, but the capability is there and it's a, it's a place for people to go and understand and um, have fun and uh, get this NFT world uh, moving. Now the stable coin project, I think it was called AGUSD. They announced a few weeks ago. How big of a news story is that? I think it's big. Uh, you know, stable coins have have been around now for a few years. Uh, they uh, they they serve a function in terms of uh, they have low price volatility. So uh, stable coins for cryptocurrencies are are used often as an uh, an onboarding and in and out ramp for people that are trying to acquire crypto. So if I want to buy um, ADA and I can't do that, you know, U.S. dollar into ADA, I need to buy uh, uh, Bitcoin or I buy a stable coin to uh, then purchase ADA. Um, if I am using Bitcoin to, let's say, place an order and I've got a certain price that I want to get it at, and that Bitcoin is going to sit there for a few days, well, the price of Bitcoin might go up or down relative to that order. So a stable coin gives me a better tool for placing these more complex orders and not uh, debasing the value. Uh, in the meantime. So stable coins are very important um, uh, in certain use cases. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. There are different kinds of stable coins, right? Can you break those down for us? Yeah, and, and this one, you know, it, it, this one gets a little bit beyond my pay grade. But, uh, you know, there are different types of stable coins. You have, uh, you know, pegged to a, a fiat currency, so pegged to the dollar. You have uh, crypto-backed uh, uh, collateralized pools where, let's say, we take, you know, we have a, a million uh, uh, crypto, and then that is a pool, and then we loan out and, and use, you know, half of that, right? So we've got some float. And then the final category and the one that is receiving the most attention is this notion of algorithmically driven stable coins. And an algorithmically driven stable coin is going to have a, a, a kind of a fixed market cap. So um, the market cap will remain the same, but based off of conditions and dynamics within that marketplace, the price of the coin itself, of the stable coin, will, will be debased or rebased. It'll go up and down based off of all of these changing conditions. Um, so the, the age USD that was announced very recently um, at the Ergo Summit um, is, is a crypto-backed uh, algorithmic coin. Uh, and there's still a lot we need to understand about it, but there are basically two coins. There's, there's a base coin, so Bitcoin, ERG, ADA, and then there's a reserve coin. And the reserve coin, I believe, is going to be ERG-based. So while you cannot stake ERG coins, because uh, it's proof of work, you can take your ERG 
that you hold and convert it into a reserve coin and uh, take the risk and, and get the benefit if the value of ERG goes up. Um, so ERG could end up being a reserve coin in this uh, stable coin market. So it, 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 very fascinating. Gary, should I be holding Ergo? I mean, I know you're always supportive. Yeah. Where, where do you even get it? <laughs> yeah, so I don't want to answer this question because I want the price to be low, right? Um, ERG right now is in a uh, very funky state, right? It is the only ERG being, you know, kind of produced is, is, is it's being mined. And the mining network is, uh, you know, it's, it's a bumpy road, but there's, there's a lot of traffic uh, ahead of us. Um, it's very hard to get ERG now. It's on a limited number of exchanges, and the liquidity is not uh, fully clear, um, but it is possible. Um, and then you can, you can store your ERG. There's an ERG wallet, and then there's also uh, uh, wallet capabilities on your ROI. So you can mine it. Will we be seeing big pools controlling the network? Yeah, so you know, this is one of the fascinating things about Ergo is that they are um, really thinking about the true nature of decentralization. Um, one of the things in, inside the, the proof of work uh, we, we know in Bitcoin is that the, uh, the hardware used, this, this ASIC hardware advantage of having great computational resources favors the centralization of pools, right? So at the end of the day, the Bitcoin you know, uh, uh, network is really dominated by a few players. And the, uh, the consensus mechanism used in Ergo works against that. It, it, it places certain restrictions, um, you know, basically like you have to share your key, you have to share certain things that you would never want to share with another pool operator because they could just take all your coins. So they have, you know, this this non, you know, outsourceable puzzle uh, uh, mechanism they use to basically prevent large centralized computing resource pool operators from forming. So that in and of itself is fascinating. It it ergo could become a truly decentralized proof of work network, and that would be that would be groundbreaking. Well, you've got me excited. Gary Golden, New York City Cardano Meetups organizer and professional futurist. Gary, I know you've got some help with those meetups you're organizing. Who are you working with on that? Yeah, so um, Jeff and Sean have been uh, co-organizers of the New York City Meetup. Um, because of COVID, we, we've, we've uh, been unable to meet in person, but are, but are um, now going to be launching some monthly conversations where we try to bring together uh, thought leaders and people really doing work on the ground in the Cardano community. Uh, so we're going to be uh, potentially expanding access to that conversation. So uh, keep your eyes out for uh, New York City meetups because they, they might be bringing some really fascinating high-level strategic conversations about Cardano to the community. Perfect. Well, we are incredibly grateful for your time and insight on all of this. It's an incredible project and it's mind blowing the tech coming out of this space. It just, it really is. Indeed. And real quick, we wanted to let you know, producer of Hotel Cardano and stake pool operator of the stake pool hotel has released a new website that is aiming to be the hub for businesses accepting ADA payments, artists inspired by Cardano, and a publishing outlet for the Cardano Hotel podcast. Real easy to remember, cardanohubs.com, but we'll be sure to link to it in the description of this video. And if you need to get in touch with us, or if you have a story idea or hot tidbit of Cardano news, 
you can find us in the following crevices of the internet. And if you haven't already, please like and subscribe and delegate to United States of Cardano, ticker USA01. And if you missed the last show and you want to check out the first part of Gary's interview, you can simply click here. Ladies and gentlemen, it was a pleasure bringing you this update. I can't wait to do it again. Until next show, I'm James Keeper, and that's your Cardano Update.